Good afternoon, DTG, and welcome to Ubuntu Radio. Afternoon. How are you today? I'm well, thanks. So today marks the, marks the first day of the 15th BRICS Summit um, in SA. A lot has happened already, but what can we expect for the remainder of the day? So this is the biggest BRICS Summit by far that the BRICS Formation has hosted since they started meeting at summit level. Uh, for a number of reasons. One, you've got over 50 heads of state that are converging in Santin, Johannesburg, South Africa. The biggest number of heads of state that has ever been part of a summit. Uh, secondly, in addition to the 50, you also have the United Nations Secretary General who's attending a BRICS summit for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, thirdly, the most topical issue, and I think this is why all of them are coming here, is the possible expansion of BRICS. If this does happen, it will completely and permanently redefine the geopolitical landscape. If you look at the number of uh, uh, BRICS countries that are currently part of the family, the five, look at the combined population size, look at the combined GDP, which has now surpassed that of the G7. The G7 used to be the biggest game in town. The BRICS has now surpassed them, which makes the BRICS the new biggest game in town. And I think this is why the other fellows sitting in uh, the other capitals uh, are worried, Um, particularly with the discussion around the use of local currencies Uh, to trade amongst the BRICS uh, countries Uh, because if we do this and do it well it means you're no longer going to be using the other currency that you know Mm -hmm. Um, and if you don't use it uh, what happens to it to its influence uh, it reduces Um, and and I'm sure the people that own that currency won't be too happy with that but we are determined to forge ahead Mm -hmm. with the discussion around the use of local currencies by the way this is also one of the key issues that will be discussed by the BRICS leaders with the African heads of state uh, who are going to be meeting uh, during the retreat Uh, and President Ramaphosa has done something that he hasn't done before which is to invite all the heads of state from the continent to be part of the retreat. Previously, we invited regional heads. Uh, so this time we said all of them must be here. This is why uh, we're talking about over 50 heads of state that are coming to the summit. So it's big, it's the biggest, it's historic, given the decisions that have to be taken here. And all of this is happening under uh, South Africa's chairship. We also host historical summits. In 2013, when we hosted in Durban, this is where a decision was taken around establishing uh, the BRICS New Development Bank. So the BRICS is different in that it's different from the other formations. We actually have established institutions like the bank, the BRICS Business Council, uh, etc. So um, it's an exciting time for South Africa because hosting a summit as big as this, it's also an opportunity to sell our country. All these delegations that are coming here, some of the, uh, the people who are part of these delegations are visiting South Africa for the first time. So they get to see the beauty of this country, the beauty of Johannesburg. I'm just praying they don't go to the CBD. But they get to see the beauty of this city mm-hmm. and hopefully will return as tourists because tourism is a big revenue generator for our country as well. So you've done a lot of interviews with various media houses. What is the subject of interest for many of these media houses as far as South Africa's chairship 
is concerned. So most of them are, are, are raising two issues. One, the possible expansion of BRICS, and mm -hmm. secondly, the discussion around the use of local currencies. And they were confusing it with BRICS wanting to introduce a new currency. So I've been clarifying that BRICS is not introducing a new currency. We're discussing trading amongst ourselves using our local currencies. In fact, this is already happening. Russia and India are trading in their own uh, currencies, so not using the dollar, uh, for yeah. example. Uh, India has signed similar agreements with 18 other countries. So trade between India and those 18 countries will be conducted using local currencies. In the case of India, rupees. Uh, so this is what we want to do. So we want to trade with other countries using the rent. What it does is that um, it reduces the costs, for example, of um, when you are exporting goods. 40% of the cost of that transaction goes to the logistics of transporting the goods. But when you're using local currencies, you reduce that cost. The benefit goes directly to the fiscals and then translates to the men and women in the street. Uh, in the context of the African continent, uh, part of the objectives of the AFCTA, the African Continental Free Trade mm -hmm. Agreement, is to do exactly this. Encourage intra-African trade, but using local currencies. Is the movement of goods and people on the continent, so remove these uh, impediments to people uh, moving in the continent, because that's what facil facilitates trade. So that's the big issue that these media houses are raising. And uh, so we were just explaining that uh, uh, it is going to be a game changer, this discussion mm -hmm. around the use of local currencies and, of mm -hmm. course, the possible expansion of, uh, of BRICS, given that these, uh, I think the last time I checked, 23 countries that have now formally applied uh, to join BRICS. Um, there's a criteria that has been discussed by the BRICS shepherds. A report was tabled before the BRICS foreign ministers. That report will now be tabled before the BRICS leaders who are meeting tonight at the retreat. Summer place, something if you want to go and check them out. Mm -hmm. uh, they will be meeting there tonight and the biggest decision they have to take is around the expansion. Do we expand? Do we accept new members? And if we do, are they becoming full members or are mm -hmm. they becoming partners? And if we are doing that, who are these countries? Now look at the caliber of the countries that I have applied. UAE, Saudi Arabia, Indonesia, these are big countries in terms of uh, um, their economic uh, size. So if you bring them into the fold, you can imagine what that does to uh, the voice of BRICS, uh, the geopolitical landscape, and this is why the other people are shaking in their boots. I'm going to put you on the spot for a second then. Away from the expansion, and of course away from the currency, how will South Africa benefit post this particular summit? Well, the low-hanging fruits, now that the choir has joined us, and, and the people who are singing don't want to keep quiet. Um, so the lowest hanging fruits for us, if you want me to go through the numbers, um, one is a successful summit. We want a successful summit, incident-free, 
and South Africa is an expert in hosting global events. I think there are very few countries that can compete with us in that category of hosting major global events successfully. Think 2010 World Cup, first African country to do this, Soccer World Cup, FIFA World Cup I'm talking about. We've hosted the WSSD successfully. We've hosted the United Nations Climate Change Conference, COP17 in Durban. And we've hosted, this is the third BRICS Summit we hosted in 2013 in Durban, 2018 here. We're back here at that time. And AU Summit. So when it comes to hosting major global events, uh, there are very few countries that can compete with us. So, and the benefit of doing that and doing it well is that look at the benefit to the hospitality industry. Hotels around Santana are fully booked. People are sleeping there, paying lots of money, dollars and all of that. Uh, eating and shopping. Uh, oh, even the ladies of negotiable affections are also benefiting, by the way. Uh, and then, of course, as I said, the tourism industry, the benefits are long-term because there's delegations that are coming here. Some of these people will return as tourists. And then, of course, the obvious contribution to the fiscus. So benefits for South Africa, many uh, opportunities, huge. This is a beautiful country. Uh, and these people are only in Johannesburg, so we're telling them there's Durban, mm -hmm. there's Cape Town, there's Bologwani, there's Kruger National Park. Uh, we will not tell them about Luitrechat uh, uh, because it's too far out, but uh, this country has a lot to offer. Didiji, thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much.